So I made this from a blanket, and I wanted to create a super villain. What's my story, you may ask? Well, What's I your story? <laughs> I found who I thought was my first love, and he invited me to his tent. He gist in my eye and blinded me in the middle of the wow. night. That can happen. He left running, and I went to find him. But obviously, I was blind. <laughs> so I found this owl, so we became friends. And since then, he's been guiding me through the night. <laughs> yes. Well, thank you, Theresa May. Thank you, RuPaul. Mary, I think Theresa on the runway this week just exemplifies how important it is when you are a contestant early on in a season to show as much charisma as possible, which will always make up for, you know, a bottom three into a bottom two. She showed her charisma, if you will. <laughs> and dare I say... Is this not, are we not watching the assembly of a pizza queen right now? <laughs> is this not just like a Domino's pizza training video? This is what it takes to be a pizza queen on the runway. Absolutely. I mean, obviously, there's so many ingredients that go into a pizza queen, and sometimes there's surprise ingredients. Sometimes there's chorizo, yeah. That's right. And, uh, you know, you, you, you can roll out the dough and put on the sauce, but... If the ingredients aren't set right and if the oven isn't on properly, you know, anything can go wrong. But Chorizo is, she is charming the fuck out of me. I will stand by what I said last week. Chorizo in glasses in the workroom is the thirstiest I've been in a while. All right. Okay. Well, you know, that's good. It's good. Get, you know. Get those get those juices flowing, you know. Uh, yeah, you want a, ju a juicy sausage. Yeah, you know for I mean? a vegetarian, yeah. it's quite a surprise. Um, <laughs> that's, that's correct. I will say, just I. It's impossible, even. It is. It really beyond it's beyond chorizo. <laughs> uh, I I do want to just qualify because I can feel the question in the air for some people who are like, "What is a pizza queen?" And for anyone oh, who's been with us for a while, I apologize. You know, in the words of RuPaul, say it with me now. A pizza queen is a queen. queen is a queen. Uh, that, yeah, yeah, well, all right. There you go. Um, what, what, what you uh, see isn't always, <laughs> isn't a, always, is, uh, always the truth. truth. So a pizza queen is a queen that we love regardless of how she looks on the runway or how she does in the challenge. Because much like pizza, even when it's not good, we still love it. Because we like pizza, just like Selena. I like pizza. I like pizza. So this, uh, the look itself, when it came down, I got Kill Bill. I got mm -hmm. what's her face from Kill Bill. Uh, Daryl Hannah. Yeah. Daryl Hannah. That I mean, I was like, oh wow. And then you know, you look kind of close, and you're like, okay, this is kind of simple. Oh, I can see the marker or spray paint, whatever she used for the hearts. But it didn't matter. She was selling it, and then. I was like, all right, maybe she's in the bottom, and that's okay. And then the story happened. Mary, she set up the owl being a thing, or at least the editor showed us that it was a thing early on. The, for her to just, like, run with that owl to kind of be what puts her over the edge into safe, I think is brilliant. Uh, and any reference to jizz in the eye is going to capture people's attention. I mean, Mary, I think it's also worth noting, is this technically a bird of the runway? You know, Did, is this is this a bird on the runway of Drag Race, which is a running theme this series? And mm. um, 
it also made me think of just while we're talking about that bird, you know, is there a category of like pets on the runway? You know, like, mm. didn't Vivacious have a crow? Yes. You know? That's exactly what she did. The Game of Thrones dragon look, but it was a raven or something. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yes. and then I think of Alyssa Edwards. Her chinchilla right? on her rye. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. That's the other one I think of. And there's a whole season four runway of pets and, right. and pooches and a purse and all that. Ugh, so cute. But yes. it is worth maybe sometime really, you know, on an Only Mary's perhaps of, you know, pets on the runway. Because I think mm. this owl, I think this owl counts as both a bird and a pet on the runway. There, Yeah, there you go. Absolutely. Um, she is super charming, and she should have been in the bottom, um, if I'm being totally honest. Uh, she, she probably should have been there over Vanity. Uh, the thing with Vanity, the reason I would put Teresa over Vanity in the bottom is because Vanity's look... And I say this every single time there's a design challenge. I like it when they don't use a lot of fabric, when they use like material materials, right, to like make the dress. And granted, she glued rope to a corset. I get it, right? Like, sure. But still, I could see it wasn't fabric. Well, I think that was. I always think of Project Runway and the unconventional materials challenge, and the and you know the marks off that designers get for using a fabric to make a, mm. a look and the whole idea is to not go the easy route and it there was a surprising number of like blanket dresses and yes. like tablecloth dresses and i was surprised how little that was being called out i mean even one of them won and i'm not saying scarlet didn't look great but like i i guess the excitement of a challenge like this is what are you going to do with these crazy materials to make a look and if it's like, oh, well, okay, you're just you're going to make a dress out of a blanket. It's like, I, I was doing that when I was five. You know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. And so it, yeah, I, I was a little surprised how how many easy routes were taken in this episode and how little the judges seemed to care about that. Yeah, there was a lot of attention to the sewing machine instead of the glue gun. Mm-hmm. And I always think of Chloe Dow with that uh, the pedal dress. Yep. She's gluing them all onto the muslin uh, to the last minute. And it won, right? Uh, yeah. Or maybe it came close to winning. I think it won. I think I remember yeah. that winning, yeah. And, you know, you want to see the blood, sweat, and tears. Uh, with, obviously, Scarlet Harlot's look was gorgeous. Uh, it just, you know, it... it and I know RuPaul called out, or maybe it was Michelle, like, oh, that top part is not easy. It's mm-hmm. actually not easy to do that. I'm like, okay. Yeah, okay. I love the sleeves. I love that she had sleeves. I mean, Scarlet looked great. When she came yeah. out on the runway, I was like, damn, that yeah. looks great. So it's like, it's kind of like the critique is not who looked good or who didn't. It's more of like who took the challenge the furthest, like who who had the biggest challenge, you know? And, and I guess, you know, even if it took a lot of work to make that little middle piece, you know, to quote Michelle, still piece of fabric, you know? Yeah. Still piece of fabric. Now we could just totally contradict ourselves because when you go on to the other side of it, it could look like Veronica's dress where it is way too much going on, where it did need to edit, where it did need to kind of, 
come down a little bit, right? Go back into the cocoon, dear, you know, um, well, and yeah. and figure it out. Ronnie's dress, really, Ron, both of Ronnie's looks are such a profound metaphor for the narrative of Veronica Green. I think this season, I think even as you sort of, I've seen some interviews with her since where she was like, I really probably shouldn't have done season three. I think I mm. kind of shot myself in the foot with that. And I... Oh, God, my heart broke for Veronica Green this week. Totally. I, If ever I thought a queen needed a second chance or a save, I thought this was the week. I just thought, oh, it was like in season 10 when Asia O'Hara helped everybody. And then she was in the bottom three and Rue was like, you got to pay attention to yourself. And Asia gave us tears and then she was safe. And, and I, then she was safe. Yeah. Yeah. And also Victoria's gone. Right? Like well, Victoria's gone. Then yeah. you would expect there to be a double save here. That's what I was expecting. I thought, well, at the very least, you know, you get the salty, but you get the sweet. You get the medicine, mm -hmm. but then you get the, you know, whatever you put medicine in, you know, juice. Um, I don't know. I just remember. Pudding. Yeah, pudding. I don't know. I just remember, like, I don't know, crushing up penicillin and putting it in high C as a kid. Um, just for fun, you know. Uh, but <laughs> just clear it all out. Who cares? But. That's also worth mentioning 10 minutes in is uh, indeed Victoria's gone. <laughs> yeah, Victoria's gone. And I, I, I don't know, Mary, when Veronica Green came out, she came out looking like one of Asia O'Hara's butterflies after the nasty oh, lip sync. Oh, yeah. I, I felt like Monique Hart and, and <laughs> Vanjie in the audience just, wah. <laughs> <gasps> yeah. Oh, but at the God. same time, I was, you know, I got to give it to her. It was like, well, you did a lot, you know? And and I thought... It was kite dreams, as I would say. Yeah. You know, it was a kite dream. Yeah, sure. and it got caught in the branches. Absolutely. <laughs> right. You know, it's the Ben Franklin with a key in the kite. I, I saw didn't see it. it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and it wasn't right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She... Uh, I, I I felt bad. I felt yeah. bad. And I don't know if it was... I think the edit was being very kind. I know the conversation... Uh, there were lots of conversations with Veronica around helping the others mm -hmm. and how she should have focused on herself. And maybe that's true, but they have hours. Hours. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's... Uh, I mean, yeah, it's what we see, right? And I... I guess it's... It isn't always the truth. It isn't yeah. always the truth. Say it with me now. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, the thing that I, that I feel bad, but I also feel maybe there's a mercy in this, is that, like, the sense I get is that to prepare for season three, you know, Veronica had to really kind of spin straw out of gold or spin gold into straw or whatever. She had straw. She had to make it gold. And I think... I wonder if the standards that voracious Drag Race fans have come to hold to these queens would not be met because Veronica had to prepare during a pandemic with no money. Yeah. And oh, yeah. I almost am glad that she doesn't have to go through week after week of like, ugh, who brought her back with that ugly look? Like, mm -hmm. it's almost for the better. And I hope she, it's like, I hope she just does something else with those looks. So I, I'm just saying, there's another lens of like, she was getting unfairly shit on, I think, these first few episodes. Yeah, really unfair that people don't realize that it wasn't a year that she had. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and her even saying, like, there was, she's like, I had, like, two weeks, basically. There was no right. turnaround time here. She was still depressed. Yeah, you know? depressed, broke, you know, very little opportunities to make money. I mean, I... 
I don't know. That's why I feel like this week, in some ways, I mean, I'm just going to say it now. Veronica Green is my BSA of the week because it was like the the tragedy and the like and the life reflected in art of of Veronica's looks this week. It was just mm. it was poetic, you know, but sad. Uh, totally. Totally. Yeah. The the wings beneath her winds. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, Even that first she, look, I was like, I feel like that's how she showed up to this child this season, you know? Oh, what was her first Oh, the the, the, the festival look. It was like yes, she she right. this was With her weird lipstick yeah, and the combat, combat boots. boots. Yeah. It was like this was her yeah. coming from season Sleeping two bag. into season three, you know? <laughs> totally. Yeah. She's out of bed, out of you know, out of COVID quarantine mm-hmm. and there she is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did I love that look? Uh, I thought it was fine. I thought her sleeping bag look was fine. Um, it just, it looked like she mucked it all together, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah this will be fine. This will be fine. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I I got the sense, I feel like there were some other looks that we had even seen earlier, you know, in the first few episodes where it was like, well, okay, you know, you've pulled something together. And Again, this is all based on the standards that we have of Drag Race now. If this was back in the day of season two, we we might not blink at this, you know? Yeah, the other thing that I just want to call out, and it's not, it it's neither here nor there, but I will say this. I'm surprised that it wasn't the girl group challenge or an acting challenge, that the design challenge was so early on. Mm, I mean... Don't they usually have them pretty early on, though? I feel like that's, like, part of these these design challenges is, like, well, the whole challenge is just looks, so we have to have a lot of looks, yeah, you know? Yeah, a ball, uh, something of a ball, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. I don't know. I, isn't it an acting challenge? Like, I think of Ruko's Empire. I think of yeah. Bitch Perfect. Like, and I think of... You look at other seasons, you know, look at season three, and they had the money ball, and it was the top four. So, I mean... Right. Yeah, I guess right. it depends. But, because, yeah, they might do earlier in the season. I think season two, they did, like, the musical, like, second or third. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> she should have flourished, right? Like, I, I just feel like there should have been maybe even another week for her to get her footing. But if... We're hearing from Veronica Green that like, wow, I really was not ready. I, I, they, I went right into this. Then maybe it wouldn't have mattered. Right, right. Like I, yeah, I think the long story is like maybe this is for the better. I mean, I think the amount of second chances they seem to be giving Vanity. There is that part of me I wish they gave one of them to Veronica, but mm. uh, that must be you know the narrative. Maybe we we haven't seen the long narrative of Vanity so far. What we're seeing is, man, they're really giving her a lot of second chances, you know, because this is a queen who doesn't really know how to do her makeup, who doesn't really know how to sew, who doesn't really know how to show her personality yet, like, has been in the bottom already. Like, it was, I was very surprised, even though she did well in the lip sync, that she stayed, because I feel like those are things that, like, girl, if you don't know how to do your makeup coming to Drag Race, I don't know how to help you, you know? Sure. It sounds like... They're even I think RuPaul like called out like, oh, I see the highlight. That's very nice. Like at least recognizing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it it does tell me that there is more to vanity um, more than just, you know, the lights and the counter, you know, uh, that there's going to oh, be. Oh, sure. Sure. That there's some tchotchkes. Yeah. Up, yeah. Check yeah. the drawers. You know, it's actually a medicine right. cabinet behind that mirror. Yeah. Uh, an eight by ten of Shauna Brooks. Oh, you know? has anyone seen an eight by ten of Shauna Brooks? By the way, um, gotta yeah. find it. Gotta find that. <laughs> you know, uh, let her know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, 
I think we could talk about the lip sync since we're kind of there. And yeah. Then we'll go back to, back to the be, uh, the beginning. Let's do that. Um, this song is fabulous. Great lip sync song. Great lip sync song. I get- oh my god, that piano bass part, like oh, oh. oh it was so good. And where <laughs> I, I kept like, where have I heard this song before? To the point that it sounds familiar. Like I've heard it before, but I feel like it's in a movie or something. I oh. I want to believe that it's in Forrest Gump, but I know that it's not. No, it's not the music <laughs> that plays when Jenny almost jumps off the balcony. I know, <laughs> I know, but sometimes I want to believe it is. And she's got those boots on. Ugh. You know what I always think about? Because that's a movie that I saw a lot as a kid. I always think about that scene. Um, and then when she, and obviously it was always so tense. Oh my God, you know, oh, Jenny. And then she gets back down and then she sits down and she like hugs herself and rocks. Yes. And that, oh, that little acting choice always stuck with me. Oh, anyway, God. it's got nothing to do with anything. There's a lot of covers of this song. Um, Thelma Houston did it. Uh, which is uh, important. Hart also did it. Oh, my Anna uh, Nancy. Tina Turner and Cher did it on the Sonny and Cher show. Wow. Aretha Franklin did it as a, a medley with mumbles uh, in the, in 77. All right. Celine Dion, Jennifer Lopez. Oh, gosh. Was this like a VH1 Mary. Diva situation? No, this is just covers. Wow. Uh, covers of the song at some point. Wow. Um, a huge song. Yeah, it's a, it is a great um, song. I, that, such a good choice. Yeah, I oh God the the keyboard part. Oh God, what life! And I have to say, both of them were were given it. You know, I think so. I mean, this I think that was also why I was kind of surprised that Veronica wasn't saved because I was like, well, it's not like she. I know she was kind of struggling to rip half her costume off, but I thought she emptied the tank by the end of it. You know, I. I, she is very good, Veronica at selling a song. Yeah, no. Um. Well, Veronica oh, is, Vanity. and then, but, but Vanity is. She was fantastic from start to finish. What I appreciated about her opening jump split is that she didn't make that the highlight. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? She just was like, "Yep, I'm gonna put this here, just to get it over with." Right. Because that's not what I'm bringing to this song. I'm not bringing any gags. I'm bringing this heart you know well you know it's interesting there was at one point in the song where like vanity was like downstage center and like veronica was like way back practically in the safe zone and i was like Mm. ronnie what are you doing back there like are you pulling a (laughs) Ginny lemon do something like you know what i'm knackered i'm going home you know i was like yeah yeah, you're pulling a lemon here (laughs) i gotta say and this is yes about veronica green but about a lot of queens Veronica came onto the runway with a, 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 a kind of a you know a, a look that's hard to move in. Yeah. Um, taking off your costume to the beat isn't the effect that I think they think it is uh, when queens do this. It. Yeah. You're you're, you're kind of nervous. You're like, is she going to get it off? Uh huh. Is it going to work? And especially if it doesn't work with the song's meaning, then it's even worse and i think i i appreciate her for wanting to get it off and rip it off um because she couldn't move in it right like, yeah what are you supposed to do um i guess i would have brought out scissors with me or i would have done it 
right at the start. Like yeah. immediately while that stuff, like while the, the, the piano mm-hmm. bass is coming up, shimmy, like just yeah. rip off everything, shimmy something out and get the fuck ready because this is, Drag queens need to understand this when they go on the show, I think. Maybe they do. But this is a look you go home in. You have to turn it into a look that you don't go home in. Well, and that would be another interesting compilation of, like, queens, who, you know, uh, rip-syncing for their lives. <laughs> rip-syncing. That's rip-syncing. great, Mary. Oh, my God. Coin it. Rip-sync. <laughs> because what it makes me think of is I agree with you. And another example of a queen. Who, there's, a, there's a lot of examples of queens who got stuck trying to get out of their outfits. Jan yes. against Widow, you know, was mm-hmm. really trying to get out of that outfit. And silky. It, silky. Getting stuck. Getting stuck in the pants. Here's an example of a queen who did it really, really well. Mayhem Miller against Yuha in that whole uh, celebrity oh, skin lip sync, where she's just yes. ripping the feathers off at the end. Yes. It's so good. Amazing. It's really, Amazing. really and, good. Yeah. And I'll say the same about La La Ri, right? Yes. Like, yes. She she was shedding the bags, and it didn't matter. It was helping. It was, yeah, you know, yeah. get out of there. Fancy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She was singing fancy, looking like that. Like, that is comedy, yeah. right? Yeah. But, like, ripping um, off your outfit. Yes. Yeah. So, what we'll, we'll do, rip-sinks. it'll be an, it'll yeah. be an only Mary. We'll do a rip syncs <laughs> episode. Yeah. So Mary's, if there is rip syncs you know of, I mean, obviously Milan was always ripping her outfit off. Uh, mm. The first episode of season three, I mean, that's just like a rip sync battle between. I mean, what's her name? Throws her wig at the queens. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? Oh God. One looks uh, like Madonna. Uh, <laughs> sort of. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, we can't think of it now, but yes, yeah. I, you guys I know appreciate it. Yeah. I appreciate a rip sync and it has to work. And with Veronica, first of all, she struggled. I, I think they even were very kind in the edit because the first thing she kind of ripped off was this piece of purple fabric. And you could see that it like got caught on her wing. Yeah. And I was like, uh-oh. And then all of a sudden it was gone. Um, and we kind of missed probably her getting it off even more. Um, it, you had to look away. Uh, is yes. essentially what rip syncs do is if you're struggling to get it off, you do look away. And that's not what you want. And sometimes the camera, the editing will do it for you. And I think yeah. they did that in this case. of Sometimes they'll focus on it because they want to make a point. And sometimes, you know, and, and just for anyone who's just like, say her name, it's Venus Delight. We know. We couldn't remember. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> he was like, get that sneeze out, you know. Um, I got to resolve it. So, yeah, I think there's also examples of, like, mayhem where rip syncing wins you the lip sync. And then there's examples of, like, Ronnie where it's just like, oh, boy, this is, you know, R.I.P. You know what I mean? Sure, sure. Now, do you count when a queen removes her skirt like just like removes the skirt and it's a bodysuit underneath i think there because that's a there's the nuance of a reveal versus a rip sync and i think you know what i think of is like i think monet does that in her last lip sync in season 10 and the oh. green thing i feel like there's a wait but doesn't she do it to man i feel like a woman and it's brilliant that's right? when Isn't she's she in the in denim that that's when she's yeah. in the denim that's an interesting rip sync because she can't really she's stuck in her pants so that she was, is yeah <laughs> Yeah, she's stuck in her pants. She's a mess. She's spraying herself with spray paint. She's stuck in her pants. Uh, she's got like Dennis the Menace hair under her wig. It's it's a mess. Mr. Wilson. Uh, yeah, oh, Mr. Wilson. <laughs> Monet totally. the Menace. Yeah. <laughs> 
I'm Dennis Exchange. <laughs> and I'm Dennis Exchange. Um, yeah, good one, Mary. Um, I, I'm trying to think of the other rip syncs, and we'll save this for another episode, right? Yeah, I mean, Put I a think... Put a pin in a minute. Yeah, I think there's so many of them. I think that's, you know... Um, you could even say sort of a, an honorable mention is Silky. It's more of a reveal, but her ripping off her costume in Untucked. I was ready! <laughs> oh, yeah, but that's a reveal. I know, but I just wanted to mention that moment. Um... Anyway, let's uh, uh, let's talk about this episode. Let's Mary. scoot back to the beginning of the episode. Yeah. <laughs>